0: Today, I wanna cut to the chase and give you the five worst things that we as parents do all the time. Number five is that we say good job to our kids over and over again. And research has actually shown that this is really detrimental. What we should be doing is going in there and telling them that we see what they're doing. If they make a beautiful picture, go in there and say, wow, you really worked on that. You put a lot of green in there. You show them that you see their efforts You praise their efforts, which will cause them to go on in life and make efforts in things. If you praise their result, if you praise that they got an A, then they'll do things to try to get A's, and that includes not taking risks. Uh, One really interesting study showed that when kids were given a challenging test and then given a grade, A, B, C, D, E, F, they would subsequently avoid taking hard tests that they might get a lower grade on and try to take easier tests. Whereas if you took other kids and you praised them on their efforts in that first test, they were more likely to go on later and take other challenging tests because they felt their efforts being praised. When we say good job, we're not praising their efforts, we're praising the result, which causes them to learn how to give that to us and not learn how to be a human being with a lot of empowerment and uprightness in themselves. The number four worst thing that we do, once again, all the time as parents, is that we stick our kids with labels. We label them as being a bad sleeper, or a good eater, or bad at math, or good at reading. All of these labels actually really cement their identities in a way that doesn't enable them to move on in life and experience different sides of themselves. I myself had the label as a bad writer when I was a kid, and it wasn't until I finally had a teacher that said something different that I realized I love writing and I'm actually quite good at it. This happens all over the place. So if you see your kid doing something, just once again acknowledge what they're doing in that moment without acknowledging who they are as a person. Oh, you really ate a lot there, or oh, you really slept well last night. Not, oh, they're a bad sleeper or a good eater. It really has long-term effects on those kids as they come to think of themselves in that way. And if you think about it, anytime you have a fixed idea about yourself at that young age, it can be quite detrimental. The third worst thing that we do is that we pressure our kids over and over again to eat, to do their homework, to clean up their room, to brush their teeth. Every time we pressure them, they get a little bit more resistant in themselves. Every time we push on them or any human being, there's a defensive reaction to back away and not do that thing. If on the other hand, we just point out, hey, have you done your homework? then they're inclined to think about it on themselves and take responsibility for the act. Quite young with my daughter, we stopped pushing her to brush her teeth and said, hey, do you wanna brush your teeth or not? Now's the time. She actually didn't like it at first. She liked that we were pushing her and telling her what she needed to do. Because in not doing that, we are asking her to take responsibility for herself. But in taking responsibility for herself, she's learning how to be an empowered human in the world. And that's what we need to teach them. If you're pressuring your kid to eat all the time, Studies have actually shown that they will end up weighing less when they're a few months older. When you don't pressure them to eat, they get in touch with their own desire to eat and they will eat the right amount. Us meddling in there and pushing them to clean their room causes them to be resistant and not clean their room as much as they actually would be inclined to, just based on watching how we keep our house clean. If we keep the house clean, they'll wanna do that in their room because they're modeling off us. If we're pressuring them, they'll resist it. And it really goes down a bad track, particularly once they become a teenager. The number two worst thing that we do as parents is give our kids timeouts and punishments. Yes, these have a long-term detrimental effect on our kids, and unfortunately, they don't even work. Sometimes we get a temporal response where they do what we want for some amount of time, but the reality is it leads to kids with more behavioral problems, and they're more defiant and less likely to be happy in life. If, on the other hand, we can figure out why they're misbehaving and learn how to support them to behave by being connected to us, then they will go on and be happier in life and more immediately, they'll do what we want from them. They'll realize how to be in the family system in a healthy way. By providing punishments, we actually make it harder for them to feel how to be a member of the family in a way that feels good to them. There's a lot to be said about this and you can watch some of my other videos or read online about this but timeouts are actually best given to parents. If you feel like the kid needs a timeout, take one for yourself. See if you can cool down. See if you can think about what's happening in this moment and see if you can come at it with more creativity and love that will actually support the situation to go better. So many times their misbehavior is actually an expression of our misbehavior and our bad feelings. And the number one worst thing that we as parents do all the time is that we are unable to tolerate our kids' bad feelings. To be a human is to feel bad lots of the time, to be upset, to have tantrums, to cry, to get mad, to get angry. As a kid, it's even worse. They have very little ability to contain those feelings. Unfortunately, us parents have very little ability to tolerate our own bad feelings, let alone their big bad feelings, which are often quite tumultuous and loud. As a result, we do all kinds of things to try to stop them from feeling bad. We reassure them, we stick lollipops in them, they tell them they shouldn't cry, that they should keep it quiet, they shouldn't whine, that they should be adults and not be upset. Saying all these things gives our kid the message that they should stop feeling bad, and the kids learn how to repress their feelings. Unfortunately, repressed feelings lead to all kinds of misbehavior and all kinds of mental health difficulties. So much of what you see in our society is a result of the fact that kids weren't supported to feel their bad feelings. If, on the other hand, we can be with them in their bad feelings and just sit with them as they cry or shout at us or express whatever is happening for them, then they can get those feelings out and move back into feeling good in themselves. We as humans are pretty bad at feeling our feelings because we're given so many messages that we could keep it inside and control ourselves. But real joy is experienced when we allow ourselves to feel all the depths of our humanity and allow ourselves to express it in a way that isn't harmful to those around us, but nonetheless gets it out. If we feel angry and we try to hold it in, we get depressed. If we feel sad and we try to hold it in, we get depressed or anxious. If, on the other hand, we can allow ourselves to feel whatever we're feeling and support our kids to feel whatever they're feeling, they'll be happier and we'll be happier. And this really is the one worst thing that we as parents do all the time. So see what it is to go and be with your child's feelings and see if you can just breathe into the intensity of what's happening for them and the intensity of what's happening for you and show them the love that they need in that moment. Thank you for joining me for another episode. I'd love to hear your thoughts and ideas about the worst things that we do as parents. Please join the conversation below and I'll see you next time for another episode. Take care.